Jacko loves stray dogs. Beastie loves Sturlo. Hear what they say about playing the game. You can't hear it today. I said now. Legal Council is brought to you by Rugby Pass, the premier destination for rugby league and rugby fans in Asia. Streaming the NRL State of Origin, International Rugby League Test Matches, the Rugby Championship and Super Rugby for your device wherever you are in Asia. Every match on Rugby Pass is available live and on demand and is carried in HD quality with adaptive streams to match your connection. Welcome back to Legal Council. As always, our good friend, Hong Kong board member of the Hong Kong Rugby League, Jack Good to hear you, mate. What's happening over there? Yeah, nice to hear your voice again, Ree Hurry. Jeez, it's wet outside. It's been wet for the last three days, days really pissing down. Um, so, yeah, what's weather like over there? Uh, 21 degrees today in Sydney Portier, the home of Rugby League. Do they have a monsoon season in Hong Kong? Uh, well, this is actually a monsoon. I th- well, when I was on the MTR, I saw a thing called a monsoon, but I don't think they really do. I mean, this type of year is typhoons. Um, you know, when you're getting a big low-pressure system over the uh, South China Sea, but, um, yeah, I don't know. The difference between a mo- well, firstly, what is a monsoon? Is it just Ty- well, really rain? Yeah, Shorty? it's just rain. A squall? Without, a squall? Without the, a squall is a, like a... Uh, I don't know. But, you know, it just doesn't have the wind with it. It's not violent. Mm. Um, it's Bangladeshi-based. So you think that squall... I always, when I think squalls, I think that it happens out at sea. And I think fishing boat and I think guys uh, going overboard-based. Then typhoon. Haven't really experienced typhoon. Monsoon, generally, I think, Asia. Yeah, monsoon. Well, I think Asia and also subcontinent, you know, they definitely have a monsoon season where, you know, these big um, weather systems hang over the continent, you know, and that's where all those millions of Bangladeshis die, unfortunately. It's funny because in international sports, you've got um, weather pressure systems operating as um, nicknames of sports teams. You've got the Melbourne Storm, You've got the Oklahoma City Thunder or even the Sydney Thunder in uh, cricket. Yeah. But you don't really have the monsoon. And I'd say that anyone listening Ooh. out there looking to form a club and looking for a yeah. name, try monsoon on for size. And I think it's actually got quite powerful connotations. Is there any tsunamis? There must be somewhere around the world. There's hurricanes up the wazoo, the Miami Hurricanes. Yeah, quote. Um, the Wellington Hurricanes, etc. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lightning? Is there a lightning out there? The lightning. Well, there's the Hong Kong Thunder, which is the National Rugby League team of Hong Kong. Really? Yeah, quite. And did you go... How did you actually um, construct the name? Was it a- well, basically, there's a lot of thunder at this time of year with the typhoon systems and stuff. And basically, is there a better song to run out to and get the crowd fired up to than Thunder? What's Thunder? So that was basically... Hit. By um, ACDC. Oh, Thunderstruck. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Thunderstruck, sorry, yeah. So imagine that just running, like, imagine the, like, supporters baying for Filipino or Thailand blood as you're running out there to take them on with Thunder playing, Thunderstruck playing. Who's Hong Kong's biggest rival? And because Hong Kong is such an expat city, do they have any rivals? (laughs) Well, Singapore, but, I mean, they just can't compete with us. Um, They just, their forward pack are hopeless. Um, Their expat community is generally a lot older, so they can't, take it you know can't get it get it mixed up with the tough stuff um but then i mean at a at a sort of real league level mm-hmm. i've said it before manila is a rugby league town through and through and you know as soon as you get off that plane in tropical manila you can smell the rugby league 
um, well, the and they're the probably the biggest value in the boots. Many NRL players have come. Andrew Heveringham, Craig Wing, Matt Schramer, to name just three, and quite a lot of few Queensland cuppers. And Kevin Gordon, obviously the most famous of oh, all. Yeah, 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 yeah. And whose brother Dennis Gordon is actually um, heavily involved in Philippine rugby league and a great man and a great tourist. Uh, didn't he? Oh, a great tourist from. 9am in the morning till 4am 4am to 9am he's a pest yeah didn't didn't you have I mean we always used to have a good joke that out of our mates we would name a biography about them and didn't you have a mate yep. similar um, Dan Theo I think his name was and his the title of his biography was from five to nine, from nine, from nine to five, from nine to five, from five to nine, which I still don't really understand what that is trying to say, but I think it's like you. work hard, play hard. Yeah, exactly. He works hard. He goes from nine to five, which evidently <laughs> isn't working hard in today's society. And then he pisses up so hard, he goes from five to nine, and he's dead by nine. He goes to sleep. It's actually good lifestyle, isn't it? Well, I had another mate. Work hard, play hard, sleep hard. I had another mate who in the absolute pomp of herbal ecstasy, which, as we all know, was better than the real thing. Um, he His title of his autobiography was Herbal Highs and Lows. Uh, <laughs> I also had another friend um, who has a back catalogue that is known by some, but uh, not many know the extent, and his was, it's not a skeleton in my closet, there's a graveyard. Quite. I know the guy well. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about rugby league. And that bloody state of origin. I mean, it just happens every time the Queenslanders just mentally walk over those New South Welshmen. It was just as a as a neutral observer, and I've been a big Queensland fan growing up. I loved Queensland, and then I sort of moved over here, and I, I kind of grew impartial to it. Um, I obviously had my um, issues, as we both did, with when probably we do. six years ago they started to bring in non-eligible players and I remember writing to David yep. Gallup a long-winded letter about um, the eligibility eligibility uh, rules eligibility I did it it did its part I think um, the message got through and nowadays I can just sit back and applaud and watch great rugby league and I loved every minute of Origin last week because it was just watching a one of the great teams in the history of sports. You've got to put it yeah. up there, don't you? Yeah. Queensland. And did we see a future great make his debut or at that representative level? Listeners of the show will know that there's a couple of people that we've been really, really getting into lately with our love of them. And one of them is Michael Morgan, who just decided to play right centre and just do another great job and just do whatever is asked from him. And then Cameron Munster. Wow. Just oh, he was just... He looked... There's something about a player that can go into that... Oh, we're saying it again, that arena. And look like he has so much time. He's just... I think he passes a superstar test, which is they look 27, but they always look yep. 27. Whether they're 21 or yep, they're yep. 38, they always like look Darren Lock, like yeah. 27. Look at Robert yeah. James Cameron in the face. Smith. He's an aged a day. Neither is... You know, the hair, I think you can put the hair to the side. Just take a snapshot and just crop the hair in, and then the actual face, they haven't, they don't age. It's no, a you're right. star test for mine. Um, but look, it's just a couple of things that come out this week that the Bacardi boys are back on it again. Apparently, from. No, mate, I think that's a bit rough. I think that's a bit rough. It's fine if you ask me, because it was Origin was built on pissing up five days out from a game, and you've played contact sports. You're absolutely fine. It's just bonding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing that 
people were blowing up with this right and I've had mixed opinions on it for feeding what about how you have to say contact sports what do you what do you mean look only our listeners just laugh away to themselves there <laughs> <laughs> listen here Andrew Fitzgerald. Right now. Apparently. Have that song. Have that. Listen here. Right now. That's it's, a league song. It's, uh... uh that, yeah. Oh, what are they called? Um, oh, fuck. Nisian Mystic. Nisian Mystic quote. Great band. Check them out. Actually, I was always thinking that Nisian Mystic should be our intro music. Like, uh, sorry, our outro music. Our intro music is obviously... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a wonderful composed rugby league song um, with a composer, the Victorian-based composer, Simon Denny. Um, and he also had a big stake in naming the show. But, um, fuck, I can't remember what I was going to say. Ooh. We're talking about Origin, and we just, I think we, we've had enough of Origin. We said months as a star. Cameron Smith was oh, no, phenomenal again. He was asked, this is quite controversial. Some people think, oh, get rid of him, put a black line through him. Fafita was told by Daly he's going to come from the bench, and we're going to start with Clemmer. And apparently, two days before, he's like, nah, nah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going from the bench. I'm starting, and Daly ended up going. Oh, fine. You're starting. Well, I don't think that's on Fafita because every player should be going. No, I want to start. It's on Daly. That's a weak fucking move from Daly to actually to what, player to... tell him what he's doing, and like you've got Clemmer champing at the bit just to get out there, and it was a good move. You know, bring out Fafita when Queensland are slightly sort of you know after the 25 minute the sting's gone out of the Origin arena, and you know Clemmer would have been perfect. It does make a lot of sense tactically. Well, I think that's not on Fafita as much as it's a dick move from him. He still should be wanting yeah, to start. Yeah, 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 yeah. He should want to start. But the coach daily for me. What a weak yeah, look, little jellyfish. He, he's not up to it. And I mean, look, that's why Mundine will re- will replace him next year as New South Wales Origin coach. Well, is he going to be a player coach? Because he's going to be no. Chock, Chock's put his name up and said, "Look, do you want me to sort this revel out? Oh, I'll, I'll coach." But he's playing <laughs> for the Dragons as well. Oh, that's right. So he'll be playing uh, week in, week out, and then just coaching out. Because that's good. At least he'll know who puts in, who, like the guys he plays, right? I um, was at a pub watching it with a friend of mine, and he won the competition at the pub to get a personalised um, blues jersey. So you actually get your name on it. So he gave it to me because I said, oh, I've got a mate that'll like this. Yeah. So I went online and I typed in his name and, he's, and, he, and his address and email address and everything and it went to what name do you want on the back of the jersey and I typed in Mundine brilliant <laughs> and I said I've got it sent to him and I'm thinking I think that's brilliant but yeah. at the same time if there's one name that's a beacon for attention and abuse in Australia yeah, I know, that's I know. Brilliant. Yeah, you know, I think that well, you need to celebrate the great. You've heard the yarn about. I um, remember, like when you finished high school, you used to get a Leavers jersey, and you got a number on it and your name. Yes, I did. Everyone confused. Did you? I got one, but you'd love what name I got on the back of mine. Freeman. Fitler. Actually, I saw that, and my mate got Langer, number seven Langer. But that was his actual nickname. Yeah, I know, but he also yeah, he yeah. got the number seven as in like as a seven was the halfback. Yeah. But coming from like a quite a white middle class, school, gee, I got some looks. But actually, I got a lot of respect from my league mates. Was was the na- was the was the number six? Was it on it or is it thirteen? When you yeah, number it was number six. I played. I was six. Yeah, I, I liked. I was always like three at five eight. We had a bit more room to move. Hmm. Um, 
Yeah, and that was so. What year? Oh, that was two thousand. So that was sort of Freddie before Freddie when he was the captain. That was World Cup Freddie. Was, that was actually Freddie before winning a premiership, Freddie. But that was actually yeah, that was Freddie. No, no, it is Freddie won the nineteen ninety grand final with the Panthers. No, okay, okay. I'm thinking it's right. days. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, but his um, yeah, that would have been peak Freddie, wouldn't it? Two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two. Peak Freddie. Peak Freddie. Yeah, no doubt. Um, round nineteen was. The mixed bag. Um, God, and what about it? Why do we always have to play? F- oh, this oh, fucking geez. 6 p.m. Friday game is ruining a lot of my weekends this year. It crushed my hopes and dreams. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, we did what we do, Jack. We did what we do, and we. But we knew it was happening. We, I fucking, I just, I turned on to it at work, and I just thought, oh, we're winning. We're winning after 15 minutes. I'm like, we're going to lose though, and we do. We're so shit. <laughs> What my theory is now is that look, there's, there's no doubt about it. There's a, there's a very talented team. No, actually, fuck that. There's not. There's, there's, there's not. Just really good shit. players. We've got actually. We've got quite a hand. We've got a handful of. Them. Hang on. We're talking about. If anyone doesn't know, we're talking about the Warriors. Yeah, we're talking about the Warriors. We've got a handful. No, we won't of talk really, about them for really bad players. Really bad players in the team. Bunty Arfawa. But I think what really, and I sort of started to think about this in depth yesterday, the speed of the game. In the last year, year and a half, for me, has just gone up a notch. It's no, so I'm going to call you out on this. So this wasn't your call. This wasn't your call, it mate. Was, you look through. It was um, Bush Stevenson's. Who? Bushies. No, he, he, you're he, stealing his thunder. Go back to uh, to the forum and check who brought it up in the first place. Now, my theory on this is that it's gone so quick through the middle, and it has actually changed the game somewhat in terms of what type of player that you need, like what kind of fitness that you need, what kind of body shape, what kind of body type, what kind of training they're doing. And I think across the last two or three years, it's somewhat nullifying what previously the NRL was sort of heavily invested in as big Polynesian front rowers and second rowers. Now, it's, I'm not talking about the backs here because I think that there's a, there's a different argument there, but you need to be so fit around the ruck. Yep. So good defensive. And you, uh, so you did bring this up. And... I just don't think that it's it's actually nullifying. You know, like back in the day, like a Fui Fui Moimu before that, like a Joe Wagner, um, yeah. a big Antonio Cafusi and those big... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Willie Mason and that. Uh, Paul Rahihi. Paul Rahihi, those big props. And even second rowers now, and you're seeing it with Sam Lazona, Albert Vete. Um, oh, that's just so shit. They are, they, are doing, they are getting beaten through the oh. all that they have to do is do two quick play the balls and you've got a quick dummy half running it all of a sudden Nathan Cleary sees the gaps around the, the ruck and he's just running right through us and the missed tackles it happened against Manly and you, you need a different kind of player and I think that the Warriors are actually the structure of their roster they've got some brilliant players and a brilliant spine but the rest of the roster is dog shit it really oh, is. it's it's uh, I've had enough of them again and, and I mean, it's now we lose. This is when we, we lose our attention away, and we start watching other games and enjoying league. Is what we, we should be doing. I know, but it's and but then we get little, these little hopes of like Ada Hingana will come in and start playing quite Mason well. Lino. But Mason Leno starting, is he? Hingana. Well, he got yeah. Although when when Johnson got injured, um, not last year, the year before, right? Mm. Lino came in he did. and he played all right. Who did, we competed with the team for sixty minutes. The dogs, we lost on the full time siren in the last round, but we lost seven straight. 
Yeah, I know. So we're gonna we could lose to them straight this year. Anyway, we've talked enough about the Warriors. The people don't want to hear about them. I don't think that what much, about, you know. What about? I mean, do you believe in hoodies? Yes, I do believe in hoodies. I especially believe in the St George hoodoo against the Raiders. It was just again. You know, Slugie knew that the Warriors were going to lose when they were leading by four points with 11 minutes to go. You just knew that that Dragon side, which is, they're not that good. They are not a great side no. as they were elevated in the, in the ladder early in the season. The, the Raiders just came for them. And the Raiders, mark my words right here and now, they'll make the eight. They're too good not to make the eight. Yeah, and I think, I think and Panthers. Aiden Caesar helps too, right? Well, he's been arguably, arguably the worst player in the competition this year. And um, many people who follow makingthenut.com.au yep. know the Willie M medal is the opposite to the Daly M medal, and they give out three points for the worst player in the um, in the games each week. And the leader yep. of the Willie M at the moment, Willie M named after Willie Mason when he had a real shit year one year. And this is for shout out to Nick Tadishi. Shout out to Nick Tadishi. Um, and Aiden Caesar's winning, and second place is Mitchell Moses, which means mm. this is a but, good but happy to hear. The, one th- the problem with the early William medal is that you have to admit it's the worst consistent player because if you're really bad like a Jonathan Wright or a Ben Pomeroy you don't actually play that many games to accumulate points it it, it happens to people like a Daniel Tubo I think might have come close to winning it last year Kyle Felt did too a a guy a Mitchell Moses that has some sort of pedigree but is consistently not rated by rugby league knowledge and people that continue to pick them so it's, it's a good it's a good little, uh, good little competition, anyway. Oh, just on, just on that, uh, you got that wrong. So it was 2015, right? When I said 15. Ca- yeah, but it wasn't against uh, dogs. It was against the Cowboys, and we were actually winning early in the game when Tom oh, right. Neal was playing, and then they just came out and beat us 15 16. Yeah, I know. But also, I think the last game of that round, we were nicking Nick with the dogs, and they scored on the siren and beat us. I think you're fine if uh, the nah. Rugby League project is... Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. That, that was at ANZ. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think it was Dave Clemmer that scored relatively near the end of the game. Um, anything else in the rounds? Like the Cowboys, they're just keeping on going. The Eagles are keeping on going. Oh, I liked I liked the... I enjoyed... Gee, one thing I will say is... Even though this our comp is very even, I think, really, the eight... I mean, there's still a few games that are coming out a few games that are actually don't really mean anything like a good example was like on Sunday like Eagles Tigers it was a good game of football but was it? Tigers competed but what is it with these teams that can compete to the 60th minute and then just it's, it's, it must be mental more than anything it's the same with the Knights it's like oh, they know they're going to be winning at the 60th minute and then it's like the the, the 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 ducks start quacking like they used to do for Greg Norman at the Masters it's just crazy it's, it's the Knights have just done it week in, week out. Um, they play some great football. They, and then, they play so fast up the middle, and again, they're like, they, they look like they've got the game in hand, and then the Broncos didn't play well. The Knights played better yeah. than the Broncos. I know, I know. What about that monsoon of a game in, um, in oh. Carrara? So when you think about weather games, that one goes up there for me, and there was also a game... Um, obviously, the snow game in Canberra, and I'm going to say 2000. 2000, yeah. 
Uh, I'll probably can pick that out at a rugby league project. And then the other one I seem to remember was at Belmore and Pollen Mountain dove out of dummy. It was like the game that was uh, played last Saturday night. Those are the yep. weather, the weather games. I mean, the Warriors also get some wet games. Two this season, Warriors Storm was a weather game. There were puddles in yeah, you're the, right. The bottom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the bottom of a mousetrap. You'd be bloody drowning down there. Yeah, you'd be in trouble. You'd be in trouble. Yeah. Um, oh. So this this weekend, as we approach this weekend, one of one a modern day legend. I don't know if he's a modern day great, but Luke Lewis, three hundred games. Three hundred games. Yep. He's a guy that if if you had of sort of, you know, when he first came onto the scene, a winger for the Panthers. In 2002, 2003, it was, it was, yeah. sorry, 2003, there was rookie wingers, both named Luke, Luke Rooney on the other wing, who ended up coaching Rara and Victoria, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Trouto. Is you would not have thought he would have had this kind of career, would you? I mean, you would have thought he'd no. been a young, flashy winger, probably gone to the UK, played about, you know, 120 games or something, won a comp, played for Australia, New South Wales, just kept on going, going, then had a second career as a. Um, as a second rower, left Penrith, and again I thought he was probably cooked then. He's playing yeah. so well. He got the Clive Church all last year. To be honest, it was actually good. <laughs> Sometimes those players that I thought he was one of those guys you almost wanted to be a one club player, but yeah. he had to, he had to change, and the change was good for him. It, it, it really was. It, it, it turned him into a a better player, mm. I think, because he just it's just to get stale out there, don't you? Oh, there's a certain element of just going through the motions if you just keep on, if you know, if you've done most of it. Um, and he certainly had done pretty much everything in the game of rugby league. So yeah. he's just, he's still got a bit of pace, but I think what he's done is he just brought oh. just some brilliant tackles as well, doesn't he? He, he, oh, so he gets, he's one of those. And to think, I think he made his debut in a test match in 2004 at, um, was it North Harbour Stadium? It was. Both the Lukes were in that game, and I was at that game. Um, can't tell you what I did the night before. That's for a different podcast. But I came down, and I was just battling. as a huge night the night before. came down, and it was, yep. it was just, I, I drove three hours to watch Sonny Bill. And I was just so pissed crook, but I just wanted to see Sonny Bill in the flesh as an 18-year-old. Yep. Yeah. And it was a 16-all draw at Albany. And I think both Lukes were on the wings. And we had the hair bears. It was just a Panthers um, benefit match because there was um, they just won the comp that year, didn't they? 2003. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. He didn't play for Australia yeah, till no, 2009. That would have been... Two, that was 2003. The Panthers won it, didn't they? Beat the Warriors in the semi-final... Are we getting Rooney and Luke Lewis mixed Sorry, up? Three. No, no. Rooney was in that game. I think Lewis was too. Hmm. Interesting. That was 2004 I'm talking about. My apologies. Yeah, I know, I know. 2003 that... is when we won 30-16. to 16. Clinton Torby got a hat-trick. Vinnie Anderson got two. And I remember listening to it on the radio... And Element of Clinton goes, You're dead, you're dead, you're buried. (laughs) One of the greats, I have to admit. The greatest call ever. Australia, you're dead, you're dead, you're buried. That was Yep, so that two thousand and four game was sixteen all and yeah, it wasn't Luke Lewis on the wing, it was Luke Rooney. Mm 
Ducati was things changed. Always remembered, just huge lips on it. Always yeah, remembered he did. Jagger. He did it. He did. You're right. And you're one of 19,118 that day. Wow. Man of the match was Sonny Bill. Really? That was yep. just popular opinion, I think. I mean, he was wonderful, but... Um, and Matt Singh was on the other wing. Wow. What a player. W- where was he from? Was he Filipino? Does he does he, does he, he go down as a Filipino great as well? I think he was just aborigin- aborigin- aboriginal. Actually, you might be uh, right. You bloody but where's Singh come from? Gee whiz. Well, and he had sl- slighting eyes. Slanting eyes. So it's, uh, it's you can say um, Singaporean maybe? No, it's not, mate. In fact, his Wikipedia tips it doesn't even say. He's born in Winton, North Queensland. Tough to... Crazy. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, well, that's... I don't think you can say that just because you're North Queenslander. Anyway, um, you wanted to bring up Tony Trim, and I just Googled Tony Trim, and I'm seeing a fat guy who owned a fruit shop, and yep. he's going toe-to-toe with Gordon Tallis and what looks like some sort of celebrity game. Can you not remember this? So this was 2000. It was 2010 or 2011 when the, the Brisbane floods, mm. and they did a fundraiser. Um, and basically, you could. Yeah, it was a New South Wales Legends versus Queensland Legends, and they did a um, fundraiser where you could auction to play in the game. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he got up for fourteen thousand four hundred eighty dollars. Yeah. Um, which is probably worth a lot more now. It was seven years ago, but. Damn, he. Um, what did he do? That? He, I, I'm seeing this photo of him. He tried to. He Day tried to take Gordon Tallis on. What's a fruit? tear? A fruitier is a fruiter. guy that sells fruit. Fruiterer. Fruiterer. Con the fruiterer. Yeah. Con the fruiterer. Yeah. So I mean, just that's just one of those wonderful rugby league stories we often forget about. A young, well, he's not that young. A bald sort of. Um, uh, Eastern European guy playing as heroes to raise money for Brisbane flood victims. Jeez. Uh, did he actually take him on in a fight? Yeah. So he actually fought him? Tony yes. Fought Del- that was Del- why Del- he was game. famous. Did he actually throw a punch he- or anything? No, no. He like pushed him and Gordon Tell us like turned around and smacked him and he was like, who the hell is this guy? And he walked off. It was brilliant. <laughs> and then he was, he was a bit of a... Remember, he was a bit of a celebrity for like a week. Like that guy um, in the NBA, that little kid that was just everyone interviewed. Little Bow Wow. Oh, no, no, no. I know the guy you're talking about. No, no. Do you know the kid I'm talking about? He was sort of autistic. Yeah, he's still here, I think. Yeah, but I mean, I don't... <laughs> he was good for one day. Now I'm over him. True, true. What about the nines? They just cancelled the nines. Just cancelled the nines. Ah, uh, look, fairly happy about that. Um, I like. I kind of like the nines. <laughs> the first week of February, you were so excited about league. You sat at the pub. It was yeah. It was often racing on during that day, so you nestled in. The next day over here is often laneways. So you had a bit of a music festival on the day too, so I often missed the semi-finals and finals, which was good because the yeah. ways deliver so much and then fuck me off. So. I'd be better off my head at a festival than, than watch that rubbish. Look, it was it was losing. It was losing. You could see the crowds weren't turning up. Um, they had to take it on a... We've talked about it. They had to take it on a road show. Um, it should be like the Austin game, shouldn't it? Like, they go... Yep, yep, I think so. I think so. Um, Hobart, Townsville, just take it. Queenstown, they would like it. Taupo, 
Yeah, you know, you just spread the game. Um, but the Nines, it's just a bit shit, really. But what about the, this year when the Cowboys put their best team in and they had everyone and, and they were like, fuck this, we're going to win it. And they lost to a Storm B team. Yeah, like yep. I, was punting, I was punting the whole weekend and I built up quite a big pot and I just said, okay, well, what I'll do here is I'll just put everything on the Cowboys to win and <laughs> I lost everything. But that's yeah. nines, mate. And actually, I'll take it back. Me too. It's sad. it's actually sad we've canned it, you know, because we've put a bit of effort in. How many years? Three or four years now. I think it's four. The year that won it was the Cowboys. Was Souths. No, Cowboys, yeah. Then Souths. Then Souths. Sharks. Then Roosters. Yeah, so it's four. So, yeah. No, did the Sharks? <laughs> or is it just... No, nah, Sharks haven't. It was Cowboys, Bunnies, Eels, Roosters. Oh, Eels, yeah. But the Eels yeah, actually... Yeah. They got done for the cap that year, so they beat the Warriors in the final. But I don't—it's th- like the old Storm we getting taken. We don't get the Parramatta don't get a championship. Now I'm sad actually. They—I think they've missed a trick. Um, just they should have taken the Singapore, even around the world. You know, Vegas. Jeez, just don't I mean, it's a hype going, could you? But you don't need to these days. Well, you need something to, to sort of push it along. Mm, just get chalk out there. Chock Watmo and Mundine, just the Chock brothers. Chock needs to be involved based. Um, we've had quite a lot of questions this week. We have, and it's good to get feedback from our fans. We've got to give them credit where it's due. Um, so what were we doing? So was last week we were talking about rugby league banners, were we? Or does that just during the week we had a few questions about rugby league banners and the best... No, so what happened, I think I brought out the banner with regards to the Alan Tung situation and then we got a lot of feedback about people talking about their favourite banners. So what was the other banner? It was, who needs a big willy when you have a great tongue? Yeah, so that's when they were playing the Roosters with Woody Mason the Raiders versus Roosters game. That's, um, it's just, I mean, that's just second to none, is it? I mean, can you beat that? Because I think I might be able to... Oh, you well, I, I, there was a guy, okay, who else? There's one, so it's hard because I don't really focus on I saw a couple, of, so I'm st- starting to spend more time looking at the banners. There's one that's always at Brookvale, and I just, I see it all the time. It's been there for years. It says, push it up, full stop, manly. And I'm just like, what the fuck is that? Like, well, I actually somebody actually... Dive, I went on a deep dive to try yep. and actually understand what that meant. And I went into a really? forum and, and was looking at rugby league banners and believe me, if you ever want to lose yourself for a long period of time and... But hang on, you little, found out what that push it up manly means? Some people reckon that <laughs> some people reckon that it's the guy who hates manly and stands there in the crowd every time and saying is around push it up manly as in that, like there are homosexual connotations and Push it up. stem from the Hopawati um, finger incident. And there's like a little... He's got a lot. So you think there's a guy that hates manly yeah. and it's just made it better and turns up all the time. Yeah. But then there's Push other people that say, no, it's just a guy who's actually... Um, <laughs> who's actually... Uh, I don't want to say the word. He's slow and he's saying push okay. it up and just push it up field. Well, that's well, and that's what about the Let's Gone Warriors? Well, I, again, 
I've read, people that, were like, I've read the story behind it's gone warriors as well but I don't think nobody still knows the story. there's a couple of theories one is the guy was retarded and he just can't spell or there's a guy that was like saying he was he was saying let's go and then we just considered another Chinese had gone and just well, kept that's, it that's the popular that's a popular opinion but I, I read an interview with that guy who said no. oh, I did I promise you I read an interview when I was doing my homework for the show and he said before the sh- before the um, game, I was just like, I just wanted to turn the sign on its head, and I went, "Let's gone from the start," and just almost like trying to make his new saying up, "Let's gone Warriors," and then and it worked. And they were interviewing him because it was actually in Brisbane when we did lose. Yeah, late it was. I think it might have been the game where uh, Packer pissed himself on the field. No, he pissed to the side on the floor, and we've okay, done. Yeah, yeah. I used to do that religiously. <laughs> I've never done that. It's fucking ridiculous. No, no. When you were playing contact sport and before, onto the side of the ground, and you're warming up, and I always was. I'm always a nervous pisser. I, but hang on, I'll, you go under a tree or something? No, I would be like in the lunge position, and I would pull my shorts to the side, and I'd urinate on the ground. On the playing field. On the on the number two field, often. What you were playing on? No, which I was warming up on. Mm, okay, it's a bit different than Russell Packer, well, but it's still it's still but disgusting. I've seen numerous people do that. Mm, okay. Anyway, I don't think you, the Alice need to hear that from you. They had access and respect for you. True. 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 Um, any notable banners from on your behalf? Well, the other ones I I think I mentioned it, uh, Jiggity Jiggity. Um, I saw a good no, one. It's at, not Jiggity Jiggity, isn't it? Giggity Giggity. And what's it about, Boyd Cordner? Because of his chin. I think it is because it's like a, the guy who's on that's got a massive chin from the Family Guy or whatever. The other one is I saw a nice one on the weekend at the Tigers Seagulls game. It was just a simple one. It had Go West. And below it, Tigers. So it was like playing on that. Was there a band called Go West in the yeah, early 80s? Go West. I think it might be a Pet Shop Boys song. Yeah, okay, but there's also a band called Go West. Was there any other good banners you found? Well, I, I wrote a list. Oh, you beauty. I'm looking forward to this. I wrote a list, and I didn't want to spoil it because I was just it took me down memory lane. Um, and actually, just give me two seconds. I'm just going to just quickly grab a beer from the fridge because I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> Anyway, right, so <laughs> so one that is just was really stood out in my mind was when Sonny Bill left the um, he left the Bulldogs under controversial uh, circumstances um, midway through the night in that fateful night in 2000 and what was it? 2005. No, it was 2000, no, it was 2007. 2007, quote. Yeah, I remember it well. Actually, it might be 2008. Was. Maybe right. Sunny SBW equals Judas. Was in was just in the, right in the middle of the, of yep. the Bulldogs army. I remember that one, yep. Um, and that sort of, you know, that was really stood out to me. The other one was um, after Greg Bird got done for um, glassing his girlfriend at the time it said bird glassed a chick and it was a <laughs> it was a Queensland guy at origin holding up a sign smiling saying bird glassed a chick brilliant which is which is brilliant this one here I probably would say is 
as good as it gets is there's a guy in a manly game saying I like C dot hex Chris Hex comma C hex comma beaver I like <laughs> brilliant um, another one along those lines was from this from the St George um, from some of our St George listeners that just had three words three three names Young Hornby Hunt <laughs> <laughs> what about our Doust? Our Doust or GST is often um, Great St. George team. team, but um, no one really gives a fuck about GST these days. And no. that, was the, that was generally the feel on the forum as well, the Reddit forum. Um, another great one from the Dragons back in the um, the early 90s was just a huge sign, and I actually did some research and found it, and it just said Bomb the Shire. Really? <laughs> Oh, make me. Um, the Roosters fans, when they were playing the Dogs, shortly after they took Anasta away from the Dogs, was, we'll take your breath away. <laughs> oh, make it. But I think this one probably... Um, actually, this is it. This is it for me. It was a couple of... A couple of years ago, and it was... Um, when Carmichael Hunt had just gone to AFL and it said only soft hunts play AFL I don't get it only soft hunts play AFL what do you mean <laughs> you're having a laugh aren't you only soft cunts play AFL but you're saying hunt oh okay yeah okay sorry yeah yeah um, but there's just, just. I mean you talk regularly banners there's some there are some classics out there I had a, had a long long list but you can't get better than I like C Hicks Beaver. No, you can't. It was reminds me of that one that was at the cricket in Dunedin uh, when Andre Nell bowled for uh, South Africa. We said, "I love A dot Nell." I love A. <laughs> that is good. that is good. That is very good. Speaking when we were talking about hoodoos before, when the, 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 we sort of skipped over it. Yeah, yeah, in a hoot the, the Dragons can't beat the Raiders at GIO Stadium. What are the no. big hoodoos out there? Cause well, the hoodoos. Warriors can't beat Manly. The Warriors can't win in Perth. And the Warriors can't win in a Dragons. game outside Auckland and New Zealand. Or we can't beat the Dragons. Fuck, we just can't beat anyone, really. Yeah. But when was the last time we won in Townsville? Uh, a couple of years ago, actually. When Fushiaki, it was about three, four years ago. Uh, in this game when as we talked about last week when there was the fight involving the cheerleaders we won that game I'm pretty sure yeah that was 2001 mate yeah but we, we won in Townsville three years ago I believe I suppose there's a little bit of a hoodoo in origin but not I, I consider a hoodoo a ground versus a team oh you ground not a team I think that the Storm and the Bulldogs like the, the, the dogs are actually a big hoodoo team for the storm. At Belmore? No, I think no. Just generally. Just generally, the, the dogs have the best record against the storm than anyone else. They're, so they're generally a hoodoo team. Yeah. Um, the, the Titans have a hoodoo against the Warriors at home so that they can't beat the Warriors on their own track. No, they can't. You're right with that one. Um, and... Then what was it? Is it the Broncos? The Knights always seem to be able to at least nearly beat Dragons. Mm. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they just quite have to do that. But they, they, when they play them, they're a better team. 
the night. Yeah, geez, the night's done that a lot of different weeks this week, haven't they? Yeah, I know. And they, again, we got out of jail against them earlier in the season. Jeez, we shit. We won't get out of jail with them. I'll give you the tip. We won't get out of jail with them later in the season. They will beat us. Far out. Um, couple last points we want to we want to hit here. That one from a listener is around greatest teams of the Lion Red and Bartercard Cup. So you know the two that played in uh, in the Canterbury region, don't you? The Canterbury Cardinals and the Christchurch City Shiners. And also, yep. now why were they called there? Well, the Cardinals is a bird, and yep. it's often um, the Arizona Cardinals, uh, the football team. Yep. Um, there's actually a couple of other Cardinals over but there. But actually, Christchurch City is the, called the city that shines. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, so that's why they called them the Shiners. It was also my a terrible name for a franchise, the Shiners. Like you've got to, yeah, my I mean, well, just try and talk that up as if Shiners is, and we're going to give you a black eye or something. We're going to give you a Shiner. <laughs> yeah, quote. So uh, the, my probably favourite one would have been the Waikato Cougars. Not bad. Um, we also had the County's Manukau Heroes. True, and it, they were, and they were. Sponsored by NZ. What about the Taranaki? They were the Taranaki Rockets. True, because I was at Crown Relocations. This um, year, who was he's my boss at the time, and he played for the Taranaki. Um, what was it? Rockets. Rockets. Yep. And you've also got the Hawks Bay Unicorns, the Hutt Valley Firehawks, and Dolphins. And then you move to Bardicard Cup. You can't have a. You can't have a two nicknames. What are no, you? they changed you between '94 and '96. They changed uh, the Hawks Bay Unicorns, the and then you had the. Sorry, Hawks Bay Unicorns, and what were the other one? Hutt Valley Firehawks. Fuck! You wouldn't want to get on the fucking. You wouldn't want to play the um, Firehawks on a Friday night, would you? Yeah, but the Wellington Phoenix and the actually, and then the Wellington Firebirds. What the hell is Wellington? The, so the Wellington Phoenix is a football team, and the Wellington Firebirds is a cricket team, and, and the elite team was the Firehawks. Why do they have like fired up birds? What was Auckland's name? Auckland City Vulcans, and then you had the Auckland Warriors Colts. But then, when the Bartercard Cup came around, you actually had the you saw had more, you had the, obviously the Mount Albert Lions were a super club. You had the Canterbury Bulls. You had the Hopeless Raiders. Raiders, sorry, Raiders. Um, you had the Maris Richmond Brothers, mm. which I quite like. The Brothers, like you know, you're a brother. Glenora Bears, they were more getting back to your grassroots that's, New Zealand that's club. Cup days. That, that is the old school Auckland competition. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like the root rooster. Well, I mean, you go back to the roosters. You go back to the old school days when they actually did bring out the Lion Red Cup. I mean, that back then was the promise that we were going to have the NRL of New Zealand, really, wasn't it? And there was actually, you know, the big name back then, the big name New Zealand players were actually domestic-based, and there was very few mm, yep. in NRL. Gary Mercer. Uh, Mark Jason Mackey. Uh, well, actually... I, I was thinking about this the other night, pretty hurry. Doreen, Aaron Whitaker. If you just took the Warriors out of the NRL, would League die in New Zealand? No, all the NRL players would play in Australia. But would there be a better okay, domestic comp? Let me stop you. Yes, League would die in New Zealand because we would stop... The Warriors are a massive carrot to take talented young players out of rugby union and get them paid earlier and get them exposure and on TV to a bigger audience earlier. Um, so by taking that away from them, and I think that taking out the under-20s is actually going to be a bad, bad thing for rugby league in New Zealand because we used to use it as such a carrot. When we were when we were dominant in the under-20s comp, 
um, it was just everyone wanted to be a part of it. And yeah, I know. one of those strong league players, and you know, so many of those great under twenties players that we had were all from rugby. Yeah, but I th- yeah, but I mean, it hasn't helped the Warriors. No, but I think. But you're right. Do we? The Warriors is more of a. It's a beast in its own right, but I think that the young Auckland, young Auckland, young, young Auckland athletes, I think, are more likely to choose league these days, and it's just because the NRL clubs are so well run. They're not necessarily going to play for New Zealand. The league compared to Union. Oh, I mean, if you. It, I think it's just, you know, these kids get such a such a good opportunity in it, you know? Um, put, put, put it this way. Would you rather go to a Bob Marley concert or an Ed Sheeran concert? Because that's the difference, isn't it? It's, it's, it's the difference, yeah. And I mean, if you... I reckon the Roosters can get the best players, right? They got Roger Tuivasa-Sheik early. And I think the Storm aren't far behind. Well, nowadays, I mean, Curtis Scott chose them, and I think Melbourne now. It's it's you're gonna you go into a great um, culture of a team. Mm. You are getting out of the limelight. Melbourne's got a, enough going for it, and I suppose just the weather's shit. But you know they can handle that. How do you create culture at a club? What, I mean, is it just who creates? I think Tavali. And he's he's at the storm, isn't he? He's at the storm, but I mean culture. Maybe we need to have him on the. Do you show. just have to have a culture big? Training. Do you just have to have a big um, session like early on? Get the guys into a room, put a few uh, line browns on, and a few ripples with like dip. You know that dip. Seven Remember days. that like sour cream dip, mate. Oh, <laughs> now you're talking. Ripping dips, some good fish ripping dips. dips. Just put those in a room, just and then. For the Warriors, then you just put on the TV in the corner, you'd put the 2001, the 2002 grand final. Mm. No, sorry, the 2002 semi final where we beat Cronulla. And the 2003 semi final when we beat Raiders with Jason Bugarelli to bomb that try. That's all you need. And I'd actually get Savaloids and actually just bring in white buckets. What's playing on the stereo? Is it New Zealand hip hop or is it more along the lines of UB40? I think it's you have a I'll get a mix going, but I mean, and actually, I'll take the get a, Actually, I mean, this sounds a lot like the playlist that you have on Spotify. It's, oh well, you just have to. Look, let's be honest, you, party. you just have to get the New Zealand League party out that I have Spotify. But what I'm going to say though is, you're going to get rid of the Cheerios and just have Savaloys, and then you can actually pull out the white bread oh, with dude. the. Um, and you don't even use Waddy's sauce; you use that Heinz sauce because it's actually cheaper. What do they call yeah. Savaloys in? Australia, because I've, I've come and uh, the blows over this. Pluto pups, no, but they're better. I don't know. I don't know. What do they call them? Little boys, big boys. Dogs, but they they just don't have a proper name for them. They, they, what about every time I go back to New Zealand? That's basically the f- one food I eat. I always send the photo to you. Jesus, good. It's just oh, when the skin peels off. Oh, I got my little niece into them too. I just bought a big bag, came back one New Year's a couple of years ago, bought a big bag and put them in. And I couldn't eat them all, but I was just introducing my niece to them and she just got a real taste for them as well. And it was just The thing is you can't eat them without tomato sauce. You, you, I mean, you can open the pack these days and you can eat them raw because they're pre-cooked. Yeah, I know, and I've done that before. And actually, when I used to go to the butcher with mum, uh, the, the butcher would give you a free one. Was that a custom? I mean, that's as close as a custom, a food custom, that you can get. Because I don't, what I don't think New Zealand and Australia are good at, they're not famous for any cuisines, are they? 
Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. But that could be one of them, like a Cheerio at the butcher. So the other one is you. Let's take this further. Like, why can't that Cheerio be at any place that you go to, any customers? You walk into a shop, you walk into anywhere, <laughs> and the person behind the counter just cuts off. With a, they have a little knife and they just cut off a little Cheerio for you and they give it to you. Oh, that would do me. Jeez, that's a good idea. That's a good idea, shit idea, to maybe get people to go to jewellery shops or something. The other one, which was quite good, was the supermarkets. I don't know if they did them in your part of town, but they'd let you have a free bread roll if you're if you're a kid with your mum. <laughs> and I do actually miss those rolls they do in New Zealand where they just layer the cheese on and then you have that flat cheese bit at the bottom. Oh, that makes me wild. And you just pull it off, don't you? The thing is, how many times I got, yeah, supermarket base. I used to, I used to have a thing that I used to steal a chocolate milk every time I used to go to a pack and sell. And then I got banned for life. Do you get caught? I did it like 16 times in a row, and I used to be bragging to my mates, I've never been caught, never been caught. And the moment I said that, the moment wow. I said that, they got me. And, and what sort of what sort of making flavored milk was it? FM or milk was an FM, yeah, flavored milk. Yeah, yeah flavored milk. It was short. And Meadow 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 Fresh produced them, I think. Thanks. Did you have butter or margarine in your fridge? Both, but I was a margarine man because butter was just too hard. It's just too hard. I know. It was, fuck, I just miss sandwiches. But again, I, I'm crying out to my Australian, the Australian listeners. What do they call savoys over here? How do I get them? Because I think, do they call them cocktail sausages, maybe? Oh, they're just... I tried to say what are your thoughts on frankfurters? frankfurters? I wanted to punch them. It's not a fucking frankfurter. Yeah, yeah, but what are your thoughts on frankfurters? They've got their place? I like them, but it's like yeah. hearing, you know, two different things. God, I love Samaloys. Hey, uh, did, hey you yeah. that, did you have that baby okay. last night? No, nah, no, nah, I just had to turn it around and hopefully get sort of on a Friday. And so it's a, you know it's a boy, right? Yep, yep. And and that you are you are naming it after the Kiwi rugby, ex Kiwi rugby, or well, current Kiwi in the current Kiwi. Current Kiwi, and I see you should make the. Did I? Yeah, I'm naming him after Gregory, so I'm calling him Eastwood. Have you seen that no, video I sent you of his he, highlights? He won't make the Kiwi. Um, no, I think he will. I think he won't make the Kiwi World Cup team. He's. He, I think he's just. He's in the bad situation at the Dogs, and do you know the best thing that could save Greg Eastwood is being in a good situation right now, like the Broncos, the Sharks. Yeah, like is it? Sort of the Sharks or the Storm. Yeah, I know. Far he's out. He's just situation at the Dogs. He's he's arguably in the, in the most demoralising rugby league situation. Sand it is a bad. Sands Warriors. The bad, it's a bad situation, isn't it? But yeah, look, I mean, the, the, the good news is Sean Johnson should be back for the World Cup. Is it good? I, I still want Benji picked. I think he's doing enough, mate. I think he's doing enough. You've got to pick him. But what about that yarn that one of um, one of our mates was telling yep. us about? So he went out. You know the yarn better than I do. Okay, so one of our friends, one of a great rugby league player, I wouldn't say player, but a league listener. Yes. Rugby League Brain. Oh, don't say that. Anyway, he was out in Auckland at a contact sport event, and he went to um, – he was obviously in a few beers in downtown Auckland and then went to Burger King down Queen Street. It was Queen Street, wasn't it? And this was – I think what he said 1 a.m. and saw the Bulldogs team having a feed of Burger King at 1 a.m. after they played the Warriors, mind you, in Auckland. Mm-hmm. He, they weren't drinking. Now, that is a – I think that's worth saying. They weren't drinking. Mm-hmm. Now, is that bad no, look on, for a professional sports continues. team? The story continues. 
So no, it does. But first, but first, I'm just making asking this question to you: Is that a bad look for a professional sporting team being in at Burger King at one AM sober, having an unhealthy feed? No, no, no not in my, not at all. Because you can't get to sleep after a league game. No, you can't get to sleep if you play a contact sport game at that time of night or anything. You can play indoor cricket, basketball. Or basketball yeah. at that time or not, you can't sleep straight away. You need a no, release. No. So in the next that, part of the story goes. So yeah, I agree. So then I wasn't I wasn't concerned about that. But then this guy actually went to the contact sport event in Auckland the next night and saw Stephen Cooney there and showed him a photo of Greg Eastwood and Sam Cassiano at Burger King and he goes, turned to his mate he Stephen took Cooney. Phone, did. He took the phone off him and, and turned it to his mate and said, "See what I have to deal with." Now, I don't know what to say here, but to me, I think Mooks has got it around the... If you actually explain the situation to Mooks, he'd be like, oh, yeah, they're hungry. They were going to get a feed. Look at the sort these guys play a physical sport. Or, I don't, come I don't, in the defence of, of Mooks right there and say, you know, he is a hard task. He wants to bring these Melbourne Storm and the Brisbane Standards across to Kiwi Rugby League, but... But he can still have a feed. But hang on, but he's thinking to himself, I'm trying my hardest to be a disciplinarian to hold up these high standards but these guys just don't give a shit do you think but, he's more on that train but maybe but he should be saying about the worst because Josh Reynolds was there David Clem was there as far as I could see yes. Michael Leitcher although Michael Leitcher's not a good example because he's one of the worst players in the comp how does he not get on the William leaderboard he, he is the worst player in the comp Parramatta might sign him the thing is with this year's comp is you've actually lost some of um, the opposite of great players You've lost Jonathan Wright, who is just a long-standing, horrific player. Yep. You've lost the William Zillman. And some Ooh, of these yeah. guys that have just been no right to play in the NRL. So he arguably, Michael Leisha, could arguably be the worst player in the competition. Now, I think you can't count anyone below 30 games, but if you've played above the 30 yep. games, I think another guy, Kyle Lovett, who is just I don't mind him. abominable abysmal abominable whatever you want to say okay agreed uh, agreed well, what about Chris Hyington he's signed again next year he's a terrific player he's been played for yeah, games anyone that plays 300 games good on them Josh Mor- John Morris hey, did he play 300 he played 300 okay, so he's the he's the worst player to play. he, yeah he, I mean that's I mean that's common knowledge he's the worst player but to play 300 respect, games respect I think he was just a real fit how did he just keep playing I just don't get it he reminded me of a personal trainer and one that was one of those personal trainers that were just sleazy enough to they were just always there and they just did yeah. enough they did enough of their talents they weren't you know they weren't the best personal trainer in the room but are the ones that got the got a little bit on the side weren't they he played 300 games exactly and he played for Parramatta the Knights the Sharks and and Tigers fucking Tigers I was going to Tigers God, yeah, worst player to play 300. And so, who's the ne- who, after Luke Lewis? Who's the next guy to play 300? I think it's um, Cameron Smith, isn't it? Cameron Smith is- played 400. He's already played 300. Oh, he played it the other week, didn't he? Yeah, there's only 24 players, 25 players to play 300. So, what about my question to you last week? And I think you know the answer. Yep. Who's the youngest ever player to play in an NRL Grand Final? Well, I actually thought for a second, and I was wrong. I was going to say. Luke Patton for a while in the 99 how old was he there he would have been I think he was a 19 20 18 yeah okay 
but I do believe it's Brad Fittler in the 80... Sorry, well, it's not. In the 1990s. It's not Brad Fittler, mate. It's not Brad Fittler. Who is it? Actually, it was... It, what year? Give me the year. It was the year before 1990 Grand Final. There goes your clue that should give it to you. So 89 was Tigers v Raiders. And... If you go through the youngsters on the team, I'm going to say Timmy Brasher from the... It was Tim Brasher. He was at high school. What? The youngest. Oh. Yeah, he was the youngest player to play in NRL Grand Final and, and still is. And he had a long, flowing mullet at the time. As long as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did, so, how do you get picked from high school? Do you know I the last high schooler who played NRL? Who was uh, Malolo? Adam Ritson? I, I don't say, know. I was, so, Taumalolo is actually a pretty good guess because he was 17, wasn't when he played. Jordan Atkins? But they wouldn't need to. You know, did you know that Taumalolo was. They were going to pick him for the NRL. No bullshit. When he was 16. And oh, no. Rule, and it's called the Taumalolo rule. I made that up. But it's called the Taumalolo rule that you cannot pick anyone underneath the age of 17. Chris Lawrence. Wow. Adam Ritson might have been 15. He was... Chris Lawrence. Yeah, you're right. Chris Lawrence was at high school. Adam Ritson got hit so hard by John Lomax in the head-in-the-head high tackle that he never played rugby league again and almost died. He was 16 when he made his um, debut. I I don't believe you. No, Benta. Adam Ritson was 16... When he made his first grade, yeah, yeah, this one Wikipedia. But I knew this before even looking. I was just verifying myself. Anna Ritson was 16 when he debuted for the Sharks in 1993, and that's far too young because he had to retire 40 games from getting knocked out too much. He would have just been a target of these old buggers. Shit, they really, they really made a point, didn't they? Um, Mate, we're getting well over time. We're up to 57 minutes, so... Yeah, but I think... If, look, we need feedback. If you want to give us feedback, feedback at legal uh, at legal council, at legal underscore council at Twitter. Um, also legal... Also, yeah, legal underscore council at Twitter. Uh, like us and subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on SoundCloud. And yep. uh, if you've got anyone else that want to be part of the mailing list, we're currently on the mailing list up to 954. If anyone else wants to be there, we're getting 2,000 weekly listens. Um, so we're obviously pretty pretty happy to get How many have we got? 954 on the mailing list? On the mailing list, yeah. How the hell did you get that many? I got this really nice bloke in India, and he just said he could, he could give me a few. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just before we go then, just at, how old do you think Chris Lawrence is? Chris Lawrence, who started as a secondary schooler, is now 28. He is. It's, I reckon he just seems to be older, but, you know. He is a guy right now that... Will he be a one-club man? He's what I like to call a jag. Just a guy. <laughs> He, when he was good, he, and when he started, he had a bit of speed. I know he did, and, and he had some he had some horrible leg injuries. But he right now yeah. is a jag. And if you look through your team, and you think that they're is. ultimately replaceable, they're just a guy, aren't they? They are just a guy. Yep. Anyway, um, big game, big week this week. Uh, lots yeah. of good games. The probably the game for me, if I was to really hang my head on it, is yeah, yeah. Five thirty on Saturday, Raiders Storm. Ooh. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say the same thing. And then if I was looking for another one to have a look at, I'd probably just see, nah, yeah, or West, Sunday's going to be all right because you've got West Tigers Eels too. Um, just 
No, but I think East Tigers could. They just see if it was a proper or not. Fuck off. No, it doesn't East Tigers, <laughs> Same. Um, all right, well, we'll chat same time, same place next week. Uh, enjoy. And you've got to love your league, don't you? Yeah, you've got to love your league, mate. See you, mate.